And I'm damn rather. Welcome to 60 Minutes, a show Dan Rather did not host. I forgot to score your quiz, so I'm doing that now. <laughs> Welcome to a new edition of We Ain't Seen <laughs> Nothing Yet. The... <laughs> I'm always recording at the worst times when you want to start recording. <laughs> the game show where one of us is quizzed on a movie they haven't seen. Whether the, their, that quiz is scored has yet to be seen. Whether one of us has to stay up until 3 o'clock in the morning finishing their fucking quiz. <laughs> I'm your co-host, Wes, and this is your other busybody co-host. Ethan. Current score is uh, Ethan 37 and 3 quarters. Of a point. Somebody thought he was hot shit and prepared, didn't have the fucking scores pulled up. I did. I was just changing tabs. Oh. Heaven forbid I changed tabs. I can't just should. keep splitting stuff on my screen. I believe it's in the Bible. You're not supposed to have any multiple tabs open at the same time unless they're married. Otherwise, they're supposed to be individual windows. Windows doesn't support... Having your screen split six different ways. But someday it will. Someday. We just got back from Sunday. church again. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday. Monster Faith Rally. I'm still scoring. You gotta keep you gotta keep vaping. My score is thirty-four and a half points. So we will determine um, very shortly if I got close to my prediction of 47. Uh, so it looks like that would have to be, I think, 12 and a half points to reach that prediction, which I think and I'm everyone's going to be within uh, reasonable bounds of doing. Uh, meanwhile, Ethan is within <laughs> two and a quarter points of going bust. He's about a bust. I'm about, I'm really, I'm so close to busting. Uh, people will not like me this episode for how close I am trying, for how poorly I'm going to intentionally score. I have to pull up the screen grab picture that I am using, which I selected this morning and wondered, will Ethan hate me for this? Well, if it's too easy, then yes. If it's very difficult, I will love it. <laughs> uh, speaking of very difficult, we're about to go over Wes's scores to 22 Jump Street, a quiz that I made very much in retaliation for some quiz he gave me around the time I wrote it. Because it was hard as shit. Uh, we have since forgotten when that was. But uh, That's that... what happens when we write quizzes 
three or four months in advance. Let's say it was when I quizzed you on uh, Popeye. I actually think it was around Star Wars, because... Ah, who knows. And talk about jumping 22 times in the street. Uh, With Channing Tatum. And Jonah Bill. I asked you why you hadn't seen this movie. I gave you two points for this answer, and I'll let you see. I'll let you see how. First of all, most of your plot points in the movie were pretty wrong. When you answered this question the first time, you thought they were going to high school again. Um, you did, however, you even guessed that they were going to stay with Schmidt's parents again. Mm-hmm. But there is a party scene. They do take drugs again. There's another big trip sequence. Uh, and the thing I really had to give you points for were these two observations, which were they would make a lot of meta jokes about this being a sequel. And uh, there would be more chase sequences in this movie, and they would not be as good as the first one. And I agree with yeah. that statement. The, se- the chase sequences aren't that good. I would say the first one especially is even like, from a cin- cinematography standpoint, it doesn't look like it's a Jump Street movie. <laughs> no, it looks like a very different movie. And I think they're going for like that Miami Vice, very yellow screen yeah. vibe. But there's not a lot of extra action going on. It's just two guys walking on a truck. Now, when Schmidt does hit that eye beam in the middle of the <laughs> chase scene, he should be paint. <laughs> he hits it so fast. Yeah. So there's your two points. Oh, and so many meta jokes. This has too many. at least... You think too many? It's too many. It's to the point where I just ended up getting distracted. I get pulled out too much. I'm fine West- with, like, to the extent of, uh, like, the like the meta jokes at the beginning where the police chief is, like, talking about, I don't, he's, like, vague, he's, like, referring to the case, but it's very clear that, that his, uh, his vague implication is that it's about, you know, the context of a, a, uh, sequel in which mm-hmm. roughly things go the same, and then he's like talking about the archetypes and stuff like that, the formula. But, but then did you like the reveal that he was actually talking about the fact he was having a rocky divorce? Yes, I did like that. <laughs> See, like that's the kind of meta joke where it's like it's clear that there's like meta commentary going on, but then it can still circle back to mm-hmm. actual story. I, I get I'm that. fine with that, but when it's the ending and it's just jump street movie after jump street movie you it's fine like after a while but then it's just like okay i get it i get the joke i don't need to keep especially when they they stopped being as like fleshed out as well which mm-hmm. i understand is also part of the joke as well it's supposed to be formulaic but you had to th- you had to think too hard and you didn't like it no, I, I'm saying it didn't. It didn't make me think hard enough. It stopped being uh, smart commentary on. Okay, I get it. the The video game and the at home board game were too much for me personally. That's where I drew the line. It just didn't seem realistic. 
No kid would play that game. Uh, speaking of some meta commentary, this is more about our show. Whoa! Slugs! Look at him! What a handsome man. He's been uh, coming out to get rubs. Wow, that's good progress. Uh, Jiggy slapped the shit out of Baby Kitty today <laughs> while we were all just relaxing in bed. So I don't Jiggy's need to hear to about go. your sex life, Ethan. <laughs> He's going to have to go to therapy. Speaking of therapy, what improv faux pas does Schmidt do in the first undercover op of the movie? Uh, now, you had said bulldozing other performers, trying to control the scene, and all-out denial. That wasn't what I was going for. He does do all those things, though. (laughs) It's like he specifically... I forget what that the term is but it's like he's specifically like hyping up a character and yes uh uh i was looking for pimping pimping that's the term i think hype is more politically correct but (laughs) nowadays probably (laughs) no you have to tell me specific details (laughs) that scene very offensive uh I do like what you don't think that his accent is offensive. Oh, I thought you meant as an improviser. You're like it was really offensive to me that he was making him do that. <laughs> no, me as yes, a... the accent offensive. Yeah, <laughs> to some improvisers all... I know wouldn't be offensive at all. <laughs> you don't have to say some. You can say most. We don't talk to those people anymore. <laughs> and yet they're Jonah. they're usually the ones who are uh going off and pursuing the career of it. Mm-hmm. And they're all making it big. The thing is we can't mention their names on this show because they are famous. <laughs> but I will say his name rhymes with Phil Werrell. <laughs> yes. We did improv with him. Phil Werrell. We are older than you think. <laughs> uh, lots of improv in this movie. I didn't write the one about the the part where they go to the improv show. I don't know if you care to talk about that part. It was fine. It was about, I don't know, it just it, it, it hit, you know, improv's easily mockable. Uh, mocked it in every way you would expect to be mocked. <laughs> <laughs> this movie covers all the bases of talking shit about improv. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> um, what we didn't do was spend more time mocking individual improvisers, which we should have done. But I can't talk about former teammates and stuff. Bill Harrell. <laughs> Please don't make me talk about him. Phil Burry is another person. Norm uh, McDonald. <laughs> you really want you really want to bring up Morm now? <laughs> it's not polite for us to bring up Morm McDonald right now because he just got arrested for tax evasion. <laughs> Oh, you all thought we were talking about Norm McDonald? We never. 
we were talking about form Donald. <laughs> That's how you pronounce it? I never got it right. X. It's the X. It's the external. Uh this question was mean. I asked you what Wi-Fi stands for. Obviously you didn't get any points. <laughs> this question was fully impossible. Uh repeat what the question was again. Uh what does Wi-Fi stand yeah, for? Yeah, I I can't even tell you what it stands for now. Um, uh, it stands for work hard, yes, play hard, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Impossible. Kira, sa- Kira said maybe you could get it if the yeses weren't in there. <laughs> But the additional Ys make it impossible. Yes. Only real good joke about that was when um, Chang Tatum's like, everyone on campus has access to it 24-7. <laughs> Do you think they were talking about Wi-Fi the internet? Fuck, why am I stupid? <laughs> uh, let's see. And then... My favorite open-ended question, just because this is one of my favorite comedy fight scenes. Sorry, Jackie Chan. What's so uncomfortable about uh, Schmidt's fist fight at the end of the movie? With the main antagonist. So, Ethan, you're you're really putting me in a tough situation right now. Um... <laughs> Wes didn't finish this movie. <laughs> I did finish this movie, but... I'm a sleepy boy these days. Oh, no! <laughs> and let me tell you, the third act of this movie, I was in and out. <laughs> oh, man. So here I am, egg on my face, and Wikipedia articles right in front of me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, so what I was looking for is it's the fight scene with the roommate and she keeps thinking they're about to kiss or have sex during the middle of their fist fight. Oh, yes. Okay, no. now I know what you're talking about. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. The other great part of that fist fight is there's just a guy sitting in a chair watching the whole thing happen, not moving. Right. <laughs> that uh, is we... the only chase scene that is entertaining in this movie. Mm-hmm. I would say. On I mean, foot. Yeah. Which is strange because all the car chases are boring. It was almost as if the fact that this movie had too much money. Which, unfortunately, they make light of, but then don't do anything with it. I yeah. wish... Well, it, I really wish that... It, it made me think that like they're used to a certain kind of budget, and they didn't know what to do with the budget that they had. They're like used to having mm. to like work more within a box. Comedy works best when constrained and beaten and abused and <laughs> whoa 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 Wes get out of the dark place get out of there sorry I was thinking about form <laughs> <laughs> so moving out of open ended questions you got three points now I'm going to tell you ahead of time because I'm just getting the audience and everyone to temper their expectations going to fly through this section you didn't get a single point during multiple choice. It's fine. <laughs> I blame personally. That's a that's a sign of a bad quiz maker. I did a bad job on this one. I'll take that. Well, it uh, depends on what the objective of the quiz maker is. Is it for the the student to learn and to exercise their knowledge, 
Or is it to trip him up, try and get to some gotcha questions? Mm-hmm. Katie Kerr. You want to ma- you. <laughs> My my th- my favorite thing that I learned in schooling was you want to make children as unconfident as possible in their own intelligence mm. so that they have to second guess themselves at every opportunity. Get them to the point of my two uh, table mates in AP U.S. history where they were sobbing before we had to do an in-person essay. Is that true? Yes. Holy shit. I was I was sitting confidently with a bucket of pretzels like I always did before it does. <laughs> <laughs> and the I had two people next to me, one having a panic attack and one just flat out crying. And I had to talk them both down off the cliff. <laughs> oh man. I was such a piece of shit in school because I was good at it. So I just I didn't talk to anyone for or about tests. I never studied. I just sat down, listened to anime music, drank a soda, did a test in 25 minutes, and then left. I was I was also very good at uh, school, I would say, like, especially like test taking. I never really had to study. You never really had to read much. But uh, mm-hmm. in high school, you know, you're forced to at least know your classmates. So I have some empathy for those who are crying right next to me, <laughs> especially when it's a distraction. <laughs> You're good. Instead of doing the mean thing and telling them to shut the fuck up so you can ace this shit, you you help them calm down. And accept that a B is fine. <laughs> it's the end of the world. You're not going to get in a Dartmouth with a B, Jackson. That's why I saw him at a party at UW-Madison years later. Great, now the audience knows where we went to school. Who cares? They know everything about us at this point. Because the audience is all people we went to school with. They know that we're both in our 40s. <laughs> Form. Sick Donald. Based on... Everyone knows how, how old Form is. And we all hated Form. Form, if you're listening, we hate you. Even though every time you walked in, we would say, Form! (laughs) (laughs) Multiple choice number one, I asked you about the new nerds handshake. Uh, Yes, it was the Spock one. Uh, It was a forced joke. It was one or the other. Mm Should have gone with Uh, Star Wars. Star Trek just isn't as prevalent in nerd culture. I watched uh, some Star Trek this morning, or no, yesterday and this morning. Uh, finally got to see the uh, beeping wheelchair thing that people can speak from. Oh, um, yes. yes. Or no. <laughs> With Commander Pike. <laughs> We're always pointing out, well, if two beeps is yes. No, one beep is yes, two beeps is no. Two beeps is no. It <laughs> could always just be like, oh, he said, yes, yes. <laughs> That's a joke in Futurama. Oh, okay. Well, I reached that independently. Yeah, there's a whole court case where they use the beeping chair. <laughs> it's a very good episode. Uh, Star Trek is good. More people need to talk about it. Uh, next multiple choice question. What is Rooster's tattoo? You jumped on it a bit too eager. It's not a rooster. <laughs> it's... Uh, a bazooka guy, right? No. No, that is Zook's tattoo. Mm. Rooster's the guy with the red mohawk. 
Oh. Uh, who they think right. is the culprit at first. But of course, his tattoo is for his high school football team, the Plainview Red Herrings. <laughs> yes. So it is a redfish. It took me four watches before I understood why the school was Plainview. Because of uh, there will be blood? It, oh, it, no, it's the... It's a, <laughs> Daniel Plainview Memorial High School. <laughs> You would you would think it's there will be blood, but it's actually because it's the worst high school in uh, Illinois. Right. Uh, which of these doesn't Ice Cube do in a fit of rage? Uh, you said that he would not ask a chicken to go to the movies. He does ask a chicken if it likes movies. I don't remember that. Uh, he does not throw a mimosa at Schmidt. It was with Queen Latifah. It was just after she was introduced. I'm surprised Queen Latifah was in this movie uh, in a, such a small part. To you know, she there are so many comedians in this movie with tiny parts. But Queen Latifah and Queen like, Latifah specifically, yeah. I feel like she she doesn't she didn't need to do this, no. and she wasn't really given much to do. So. No, her one line delivery was just so over exaggerated. <laughs> but hey. Mark Evan Jackson, Patton Oswalt, and H. John Benjamin all did a great job with what they were. Patton was not very good. Uh, I thought Patton wasn't good until the last joke. Where he's just like, please. yeah, please respond. <laughs> uh, Patton's just doing his shtick where he talks for too long. Yeah. Yup. Uh, which don't they drive through uh, during the save money car chase where the joke is that they destroy a bunch of stuff that costs a bunch of money uh, you said sculpture garden correct answer was faculty parking lot because we don't pay teachers well and then you didn't catch me on the Benjamin Hill Center for the Arts which is fine I don't know what you're talking about so. They drive back and forth in front of a building where the music goes. Ah. Uh, and then Ice Cube's gotcha line is, of course, we're Jump Street. We're about to jump in yo ass. He does not get interrupted. Should he have? Probably. More so on Twitter. Yeah. I can't really say that. Someone should. Uh, so moving out of... You, you didn't get any multiple choice. True or false? This movie has a recap of 21 Jump Street. You said true. I believe that's true. It is true. Uh, you did elaborate, however, uh, upon me feeding you that there would be extra information in the <laughs> recap. You said there would not be. And it definitely didn't happen. Uh, there's one scene that did not happen that they shove in there that is referenced throughout this entire movie. Uh, next question. The audience reacts positively to Schmidt's stand, stand poetry, slam poetry. That is true. It's true. They love it. Yeah. They probably shouldn't. Uh, you said that the poem was going to reference So I Married an Axe Murderer. Not exactly, but the rhythm does. 
broadly, if we just say the fact that they both feature beat poetry. <laughs> yes, you could say that. Sorry, I just... I During my shitty movies, uh, I watched View from the Top starring Gwyneth Paltrow. Mike Myers is in that movie, and I had no idea he was going to be. Does he play, like, a pretty straight role? No. (laughs) He's he's the goofy character in the movie. He's got cross eyes. It's just... Sounds funny. That movie's so bad. Sounds really good. It's really bad. It's the best thing Gwyneth Paltrow's ever been in. Uh, goop. Oh, sorry, we have to take an ad break. Uh, this episode of We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet is brought to you by the health magazine corporation, Goop. Back to the show. <laughs> I'm more of a flubber man. <laughs> what if What if an ad read during a podcast was just, this show is brought to you by whatever, and then 25 seconds of silence? <laughs> Maya frequently locks her roommate out of their dorm. You said true because it happens to you all the time. Uh, it still I does. Would... Present day happens <laughs> to me all the time. It, getting my master's degree, I was forced to live in the dorm. <laughs> They're like, "Well, hold on, buddy. You have to have you have to have the real college experience." <laughs> like I did. <laughs> nope. You gotta join improv again. But this time, do it worse. (laughs) (laughs) This time, it's personal. (laughs) No, I would argue that uh, Maya should lock the door to their room more often than she does. Yeah, fair enough. I love the roommate character in this movie. Yeah, uh, she was good. Uh, It was nice to have at least one character who could just like see through the bullshit disguises. (laughs) Yep. Uh, but it was also a constant reminder of how gross and weird it was yeah but it's it's college (laughs) so it's fine not fine Uh, much like the first movie a school staff member did it you had said true it is not true framed but not true (laughs) Mark Evan Jackson didn't do it H. John Benjamin could have uh, and then true or false, Schmidt takes a bullet for Jenko. You said true, sure. You were pretty much done with this quiz at this point. <laughs> Despite having two questions left. Uh, Schmidt Boy, does not can take I relate. For... Right now. <laughs> Schmidt doesn't take a bullet for Jenko. Sure tries. So I thought that counts. Uh, no, it doesn't. The, and then Jenko fights two mobsters using nunchucks made out of beer bottles. Uh, that's not true. Do you remember what he uses during a fight? No. Probably not. You don't remember the third act of this movie. Uh, he uses uh, a drunk girl on his shoulders. He uses a blow-up doll and one of those noodles that you luge beer out of. Oh, yeah. Pool noodle. No, not a pool noodle. You could, but you shouldn't. You ever drink pool water out of a pool noodle? Every time I'm in a pool. <laughs> That's what they're for. They're straws. Oh, did you ever do the thing where you try to take a pool noodle, 
keep the top out of the surface of the water and use it like a snorkel? Yes, I have tried to do that. Um, I've also tried to do the... Uh, where you like put it underwater and then you bring it back up and you squirt it at someone. Mm-hmm. But I was doing it the wrong way when I was at Takara's mom's house last. And I was <laughs> and instead was doing it like I was siphoning gas. <laughs> <laughs> so I had one end in and then with my mouth I was trying to suck the water out. But I just kept swallowing pool water. <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite things to do was when, when someone was trying to do that. You grab the other end of the pool noodle as they're sucking it in and just <laughs> blow all the air into their mouth. What would happen? They explode. <laughs> I've killed so many people. They they haven't caught me yet. Try to catch me now, coppers! Goodbye! For those of you who can't see the video right now, Ethan just put a gun up to his temple. <laughs> You'll only find my corpse. Uh, so you got a point for the last question, bringing you to a total of six and a half points. Final question was split screen. You said it would be split screen like a Disney show. I'm curious what Disney show you were fucking talking about. I don't remember saying that. Uh, I guess <laughs> if I were to... I would rescind it and say it'd be like the Jimmy Timmy Power Hour. <laughs> it's much more like the Jimmy Timmy Power Hour than a Disney show. Sweet Left Second Cody. Yeah, I guess it was just one actor, so it had to be split screen. Uh, you said that they were having two different drug trips. That Jonah's in hell and Channing is in heaven. Uh, and then a bunch of other stuff that was just not correct. So I gave you three points for it. I think that's fair. I got it mostly correct. Yeah, you got the you got the broad strokes correct. The only thing I took points away from uh, was songs. I would have, and the thing is, I would have given you points if you got the vibe closer. Uh, but the songs, I don't know if you remember what they are. Mm, no. Uh, the song playing on the. Heaven's Side was Ass and Titties. Gotcha. And the song playing on the Hell Side was, of course, Creed's Can You Take Me Higher. Right. Yes, I do remember that. One of the greatest songs ever written. And, of so course, he West, took away I'm... a point for my attitude as well. For this quiz? Yeah. Absolutely. No. Uh, you got nine and a half points total. Yeah. Audience, if, you, if you're wondering why energy is low, it's because we started recording pretty much as soon as the call started. <laughs> I'm also hungry, okay? I need food. Why didn't you eat? It's so late in the day. I had breakfast. I had French toast sticks and sausage sausages. And now, like, my stomach was a little upset, and now it's fine but i'm just hungry now and oh and you were up until like four o'clock in the morning i was up until one but <laughs> you you're really in the prime headspace to be doing a comedy podcast we never said this is a pod a comedy <laughs> podcast we never said this was a podcast 
Are you uploading this? It's a game show. <laughs> We're on GSN, goddammit. We're on Man, right awesome after Mike Richards. <laughs> Just standing for 35 <laughs> minutes. Thinking of what game show he should do next. What if that was his punishment? What if one of our punishments for people who like are awful and commit yeah. crimes was to stand on television in complete silence for a half hour slot? Yeah. What if people who got canceled in show business were just given 30 minutes of primetime television <laughs> on everyone's screen? What, what, what if that happened? What if we did give free publicity? To people who are recently canceled, <laughs> would you would you watch this movie again? Would you watch Twenty Two Jump Street again? I don't know, probably not. I think I'd probably watch the first one if I were to rewatch any of them. Might rewatch this one just to f- figure out what I missed. Um, <laughs> but I feel like like this one had some different directions that went in. But for the most part, it was right on the money in terms of all of its jokes about how sequels, the most successful sequels are kind of riffing off of what worked the first time. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it pretty much did that. And so it just didn't really, I don't know, it just didn't do it for me mm. the way the first one did. It was funny, but it just was was it necessary for me? No. Hmm. I see. So you think that the story content didn't have enough meat to necessitate a sequel? Right. Yeah. Hmm. I would have liked it to be like two. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to be more like Anchorman Two, where everything's (laughs) new and just random. Barely hinging on the fact that it is a sequel to a movie <laughs> that already exists. God, Anchorman 2 must have been fun to work on. Because it sure wasn't fun to watch. I stand by the fact that I thought it was fine. I mean, that's the thing. It's fine. It was, it's, it's, everyone else, it's everyone's fault for having expectations that were too high. Yeah. And I, I realized that about myself. Check yourself. Would you watch this movie? <laughs> I wrecked myself! <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> Why didn't you tell me? I wrecked myself all over my chair! <laughs> uh, yeah, I would. Re- I watch this movie all the time. Um, I, For me, the meta jokes do work. Uh, I still have a great time with this movie. Um, I think the performances are solid. I appreciate that they double down on the fact that Jonah Hill's character is an awful person. Sure, yeah. Because I feel like there's some plausible deniability in the first movie that, hey, he's a nice guy. No, he sucks. Right. <laughs> he's a bad guy. <laughs> and at least this time in the relationship he's in that's problematic, he gets rightfully scorned for it mm-hmm. he gets a gun pointed at yeah. him so i guess that's an improvement yeah but for all the Somebody. meta-ness would have appreciated at least a meta mention of how uncomfortable his last relationship yeah was. 
Yeah, I think, honestly, it would have been funny if someone said, this is an upgrade from your last relationship, <laughs> I guess. Oh, uh, I also think, what's his name? Wyatt Russell does a good job in this movie. He's Wyatt Because I've been watching, I've been watching a lot of movies with his mom. Wyatt Russell uh, is yes. uh, Channing Tatum's friend. Yeah. Uh, he's also, of course, Hollywood royalty. He is Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell's child. I recognized him. I got a bad taste in my mouth when I saw him in this movie just because he uh, is in uh, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier as... Oh, is that awful, dude? Yeah, and that's just not a good show. <laughs> it, doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't handle race and white privilege in any positive that's... way. That's especially bad for him, because isn't his character supposed to be the epitome of everything that's wrong with that? Yep, but then he still succeeds in the end and gets a free pass, and (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it seems like we'll be seeing more of him in the future. (laughs) Oh, fuck. That's that's not his fault. (laughs) That's not Wyatt Russell's fault. Oh, that's not good. I'm glad I haven't watched that show yet. You Should I skip it? Yeah, it's not worth your time. All you need to know cool. is that the Falcon's now Captain America. and he, he... Which was already established at the <laughs> end of Endgame! There didn't need to be a show about it! It had potential, but it, it completely dropped the ball. It's clear it was the one that was filmed before WandaVision. Yes, it was clear that that one was supposed to be the first Marvel show. That or Loki. The the good one wasn't supposed to come out first. The good one wasn't supposed to be first and marketed well. (laughs) People fucking forgot that one was coming out. I've heard Loki's fine. I haven't seen it. It was fine. I stopped watching it just because... I was doing other stuff during each episode, and I just kept getting more and more lost. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. Anyway, sorry. Uh, I would rewatch this movie. Would you watch this movie with the boys? I'd probably watch this one with the boys. And uh, in fact, I'd probably that's the context in which I would probably watch it my next time. (laughs) Absolutely. Honestly, this is the most for the boys movie on the list, I think. Yeah, uh, that's why I'd have to give it a fine out of not good, fine, uh, fine and good, or whatever. Mm. <laughs> I would give it a fine just because. Did I really need to watch another movie that I feel like glamorizes frat culture? <laughs> no. Did I watch this movie and feel like several of my old college roommates would get all the wrong messaging from this movie? Absolutely. <laughs> hey, I mean, at least this this <laughs> yeah, it's 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 just providing it's telling you that this is bad, but everyone who watches it is going to think it's good because Chang Tatum is so charming and fun. That you're just like, oh man, I want to be like him and being a frat. Except and he's learning. Like the end of the movie, he doesn't do that and doesn't want right. That. But they just want the the. It's just a bunch of emotionally handicapped men who are in college and are like, I want 
a relationship like Chang Tatum has with his frat bro. <laughs> they're like, I just want intimacy. They see this movie, they're like, I want intimacy, and I can find that in a fraternity. <laughs> when this movie is just so anti-fraternity. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's 22 Jumps on the Street. We'll be right back with the last movie on this list. If you don't want to listen to me absolutely try to tank my <laughs> score, <laughs> you can tune in next week, I guess. I think that we're going to be more positive in the latter half, though, so <laughs> you can you can hear that at the very least. And now we're going to take a quick break, and I'm going to talk to Wes about Spider-Man 1 with, <laughs> by Sam Raimi. You rewatched it? I rewatched yes. it. It's so good. <laughs> I remember not enjoying it as much as Spider-Man 2. You can't do that to yourself. Of course it's not <laughs> as good as Spider-Man 2. But Willem Dafoe is so good. Yeah. I guess I just didn't see... I saw the second one when it came out. Like, I got it on VHS. Mm. I didn't see the first one until I saw the second one. I saw the second one first. As a kid, oh, okay. Um, so I feel like that forever has tainted my enjoyment of the first one. I, although I can recognize the first one's good, I feel like now as well I should probably go back to it because I can be less judgmental of like the special effects and stuff. Like I feel like I could. Oh, they're gonna be bad. Yeah, dude, he turns them into skeletons, <laughs> and they brought the skeleton bombs back for the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been more excited for a stupid piece of shit from Spider-Man 1 to come back. I hope the they're using the same I... technology to generate the special yes. I've been saying this a lot uh, regarding the new Spider-Man movie where I say, bring back Bonesaw McGraw. <laughs> and Kira grabs me and she says, Ethan, Randy Savage is dead. <laughs> And you have to relive that grief all over again. No, I don't. Because you know how I respond? We can bring Randy Savage back to life. This is Disney we're talking about. There are no barriers after death. (laughs) And she said, no, it's going to look like Grand Moff Tarkin. To which I respond, no, we can use necromancy (laughs) to bring him back to life. Well, I was going to say, at least... Having a sweaty CGI Randy Savage would look accurate. <laughs> it's true. And I tweeted this last night. My favorite part about Spider-Man 1 is that wrestling is real. <laughs> and people all know it's real. People die and it's awesome. <laughs> and that's the best part about the Sam Raimi Spider-Man 1. <laughs> That and that fuck scene between Uncle Ben and Aunt May. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm so glad they didn't cut that. But they went for the NC-17 rating, and the movie was better for it. Honestly, though, and we're... <laughs> it's Sam Raimi's Spider-Man movies are the only age-appropriate Aunt May <laughs> movies. It's true. Okay, so I I know we we've been beating around the bush. Spider-Man Two is the best Spider-Man movie that has ever come out. Which I haven't seen in, like, I feel like 25 years. Or not 25 years, 15 years. <laughs> you haven't watched it for your entire life. I am life. 42 years old. 
How else could we have gone to college with Form Six Donald? <laughs> and we're back. Uh, <laughs> why are we watching this fucking trilogy when we could watch the Sam Raimi Spider-Man trilogy? We've seen it all, <laughs> and I would absolutely get twenty out of twenty on Spider-Man Three. <laughs> The one I have unfortunately seen the most and most recently. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> we were watching Spider-Man 1 last night. And my favorite thing to do every single time I watch Spider-Man 1 is during the scene just before Uncle Ben dies. <laughs> I go, and you know, in the car right now, Uncle Ben is talking to the Sandman <laughs> and trying to talk him out of his life of crime because it makes Kira so upset. <laughs> Why does it make her so upset? It's, it's, you know, it, you know. <laughs> Just the whole retconning of Uncle Ben's death in Spider-Man 3 is amazing. Honestly, I hope they bring back Sandman for this, uh, for this next Spider-Man movie. I hope they bring back fucking Topher Grace to play Venom. <laughs> Just so we can prefer- have a movie where Tom Hardy and Tober Grace <laughs> Yes! And have to take down Woody Harrelson. Yes! Uh, this, this fucking <laughs> cinematic universe, if they touch Venom, is going to get so convoluted. That, and I want that. I desperately want that. But I seriously do think that they're going to, in this movie, establish that there's another Spider-Man in the Venom movies. Probably. I just feel like it's it's, <laughs> it's never going to happen that we're going to see Tom Holland face off Tom Hardy. It's never. I don't want to see it, and it's not going to happen. <laughs> it would be so tonally bad to have MCU Spider-Man touch sony venom but i want to do it do it do it do it give me give me that piece of shit strike me down i am an arm. i will i will buy the 4k ultra hd version with blu-ray copy. director's cut i will buy it. war for the planet of the apes <laughs> It's the end of the Ape Trilogy, or is it? Disney says they're making another one. Why? (laughs) With none of the crew that made these movies returning. Well, Circus is too busy working on fucking Venom (laughs) 2. He has his priorities straight. (laughs) (laughs) He's spending all of their CG budget getting that fucking wig for Woody Harrelson to look good. He's like, I know I'm a mocap guy, but this wig still looks like <laughs> shit. Hold on. All right, Ethan. What do you think is going to happen in War for the Planet of the Apes? <laughs> oh, I did not take notes this time. I'm unprepared. War for the Planet of the Apes. It, I mean, obviously, we have to start getting from these prequels to the 1960s movie. So... The army is coming to try to wipe out the apes that are in San Francisco. We know that. Uh, So the apes are going to fight them. They're going to start taking all their equipment and their machinery. And then they're going to 
make a charge on the rest of humanity. All right. So apes are just going to just double down and commit to this war. Well, the thing is, Caesar has to protect his people. He didn't want this war, but he will finish it. (laughs) I didn't bring you into this world, but I'll take you out. (laughs) All right. Um, what are some of the themes in this movie? Now that you've seen Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, you know that we're we're getting into headier material. <laughs> All right, we'll we'll start simple. The Studio Ghibli classic, War, no good. Oh. <laughs> if you watched any Studio Ghibli movie, that's the only theme in it. But if you've been in actual war, you would know that it's good. <laughs> <laughs> If you live in the United States of America, you know that war is good. How else would we keep the economy going? How else will we justify returning to Afghanistan? (laughs) (laughs) The gun is once again pressed against my temple. (laughs) The wish chamber can't save me now. Trump's second term, he won't be able to draft. That's okay, we can draft the women now. Themes, more themes. Uh, War is bad. Uh, We've got what sacrifices are necessary to keep peace. And at the end, are those sacrifices enough? And of course, my favorite theme, what if monkeys had nukes? What if a monkey had the button? <laughs> well, one currently does now. <laughs> oh, take that, Biden. <laughs> Sleepy Joe. <laughs> Rogan. <laughs> Taking his horse, dewormer, Good Sleepy. <laughs> Oh, this ivermectin is making me so sleepy. (laughs) I can't get out of fucking bed. (laughs) Making me give in to COVID. It's fighting it out of my body, but God, I wish the COVID would kill me. (laughs) What are the side effects of taking this horse to Werber's? Making me wish I was dead. (laughs) (laughs) Gives me the shits enough to make me wish I would die. How is the simian virus affecting the surviving human population in this movie? There's still people alive with the simian virus? Obviously, it's decreasing their intelligence. They're slowly losing uh, functions, which I will not... Sexual. (laughs) They're losing control of their bowels. Basically, it's the first, whatever the first step is to turn them into the humans from the 1960s movies. Hell, maybe they live longer. Okay. What are the two major goals Caesar has in this movie? Protect his son and teach him how to lead the people. Blue eyes and the baby one. And end the war at any cost. 
he's going to press the big red button. Caesar will bring about a nuclear winter! The first galactic empire! I must destroy the Statue of Liberty! He wages a symbolic war. <laughs> he's just destroying statues, but he's not touching the Confederate ones. Because of history. <laughs> He knows we have to preserve our history. What callbacks from the original Planet of the Apes movie are featured in this one? <laughs> the same ones from uh, Rise, <laughs> or from Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, actually. Rise is the first. Yes. Dawn is the second one. War is the third. And <laughs> spoilers: the start of this movie will try to clarify why each one was named the way it was. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> It's it's so hard for me to keep them in order. I don't know if I said this during either of the other recordings. I have had to text Wes to make sure I was starting the correct movie. Every single time. And he doesn't answer, so I start a movie, and I just pray that I started the right one. And I did. What callbacks... Let me see those doctrines. Let me see them. <laughs> We're going to see the start of them, and Maurice is going to be writing them. Monkey Faith? Yes. We're going to have dumb humans in cages. All right. Anything else? We couldn't possibly hear about the spaceship. There's no way. No way. Space. There'll be no mention of it. All right. Multiple choice. Who plays the movie's main... Fuck! I've been getting all these answers right! <laughs> well, it seemed like you were trying and I wasn't going to stop you because that is the point of the, <laughs> the show. Uh... <laughs> I don't know how to do anything other than my best. I thought you were going to say the best. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to do anything other than be 100% correct all the time. I can't turn it off. What a burden. <laughs> Who plays the movie's main antagonist, the Colonel? A. Woody Harrelson. <laughs> D. Dennis Quaid. C. Mads Mickelson. Or D. Tom Hardy. Okay, so I'm like 99% sure that it's Dennis Quaid. But I'm going to say Tom Hardy, Tom baby. Hardy. It's, it's, it's why Circus was so excited to take on Venom 2. They established a relationship in this movie. Mm -hmm. What do the humans call the apes who are aiding in the human cause? So there are apes now aiding in the human cause. Why? That's stupid. A. Bonzo's. Look at these bonzos. B, bananas. Look at these bananas. C, donkeys. Look at these donkeys. Or D, rats. Look at these rats. Going for bananas, baby. <laughs> Only because I think it's wrong. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what one do you think is right? 
Fonzos. Fonzos. <laughs> what does Caesar find at the human military base? A, an ape labor camp. B, a nuclear bomb. C, a rudimentary Statue of Liberty. Or D, an ape-human hybrid. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Did you write this so that I would have the hardest time picking the wrong answer? He's nodding. I went into it knowing your game. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So, now I have to play the mind game. Because I think you thought I would think the right answer is a nuclear bomb. And so I would pick one of the other answers. It can't... The right answer can definitely not be an ape-human hybrid. (laughs) (laughs) But I think the least correct answer is a tiny Statue of Liberty. (laughs) Because it serves truly no purpose to start building one well it could serve the purpose of just making the next the this 1960s plan of the eight movie make sense <laughs> no it's that t- it's the time i'm going with tiny statue of liberty that can't possibly be correct he does find a nuke so you're saying it is possible that um there's a there's an ape human hybrid. <laughs> I'm saying that the likelihood of it being an ape human hybrid is marginally higher than being a replica of the Statue of Liberty. I'm cutting out my disclaimer saying people shouldn't listen to this part. Who is the colonel also fighting besides the apes? Ivermectin. <laughs> A, packs of mindless humans. B, the remaining U.S. military. C, another unrelated group of apes. Or D, a faceless foe he has imagined in his head. (laughs) That's sick as hell. That's way too cool. That's honestly so cool, I think I've seen it in something else. Couldn't possibly come from my head. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. I still think you came up with it separately. Uh, I don't... Okay. I... Who is it? I think it is probably going to be uh, the remains of the U.S. military. That's the correct answer, which I am not putting down. <laughs> Because the incorrect answer that I will select is a random ape tribe, like a different separate one. There's, It doesn't make any sense that they would be hyper-intelligent apes. Where would they come from? We're still in the continental United <laughs> States, which as far as I'm concerned, does not have <laughs> a, a large enough population of apes. So I'm picking that because it's wrong. All right. What ape shenanigans do we see in the third act of this movie? A. Ape throwing grenades. B. Ape using mounted machine gun. C. Apes building a dam. Or D. 
apes singing a song of solidarity. That's what we will see, yes. correct? What do we see? Okay, and there's only one. Unfortunately, the one we will see uh, is apes using a machine gun, which is why I will not select that answer. Okay. God, will they do ape slave songs? That's so fucked up if they do that. Oh, man. What was A? Ape throwing grenades. Surprisingly, there will be no ape grenades. No ape grenades. So I will select that. All right, extra credit. Where did the apes end up at the end of this movie? It's up to you, New York! (laughs) (laughs) New York! Times Square. Start spreading the news. It's monkey down. I'm gonna be a part of it. New Ape City. New Ape, New Ape. Um. Alright. True or false? James Franco is featured in the opening montage, this time legally. <laughs> <laughs> now, what's the wrong answer? What's the wrong answer? Uh, <laughs> true. He's definitely there. All right. True or false, the movie features an origin story for Nova, Charlton Heston's love interest. <laughs> I think they will, so I have to say false to be wrong. All right. How could they? How old is she? <laughs> True or false, the entire U.S. military is wiped out by a flash flood. <laughs> the amount of mental math that is going on right now is too hard for me to like vocalize. That's why I've been silent. Uh, so I think that there would be a flash flood because I don't think that the apes would have the the firepower and the wherewithal necessary, which means I must select false <laughs> because I think that the flood will happen. Does that make sense yeah, to you? Yeah, that they, that they have to resort to natural weather in order to win much like much like uh of course the first sequel star wars movie all right i just gotta turn my camera off real quick that's fine but we can continue all right true or false the movie finally features an ape human kiss but this time it is far grosser than the original movie (laughs) Uh, oh man, how do I answer this incorrectly? Oh, <laughs> what mm, you've written so much detail that it makes me think that the answer is true, which means I have to answer false. But could there be a think... ape human kiss? But it's not as gross. <laughs> yeah, I know. There's so much extra detail, which. 
in on when you whenever you're taking a quiz and it's a true or false question, the longer it is, the more likely it is to be false because there's more that can be wrong. <sighs> so I'm going to say true. True or false, Maurice has begun a rudimentary religion. <laughs> It's based on manga and graphic novels. The answer is true, so I must say false. false. True or false, the movie ends with a cliffhanger of a spaceship flying across the night sky. They can't let that much time pass. So the correct answer is false, so I will say true. I'm dizzy, dude. I'm so dizzy. I knew what game you'd be playing, so I came prepared. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Bra fucking Vo. And finally, the screen grab question. <laughs> I have to get my phone. Once I saw this scene, I knew what I what needed to happen. <laughs> so the question is, how can I be incorrect here? <laughs> Now, <laughs> for the sake of the audience, I can't. I can't say what this is, or I'll get points. So I have to describe something completely wrong. I think Wes will give me full points if I abstain <laughs> from saying anything. Yeah, I would say that. And the weird part is, I think I know who this is. Uh, so what you've got here is... It is a nuclear bomb dropping on the city of San Francisco in the ba- as the backdrop of many apes on horseback getting away from that city as they make their way to New York where they know the true final enemy is and the most resources are. And what is it really? (laughs) (laughs) You promise you won't give me any points? Uh, It's a little monkey sticking its head out the ground. I'm pretty sure that this is... They're a shaved chimp. They're completely <laughs> or bald. Or perhaps a hybrid. Or perhaps a hybrid. They're not a hybrid. Um, you can only see its head. You can only see its head. Maybe it's got an entire human torso. Um, I'm pretty sure that this is Caesar's younger kid, if I had to be guessing real shit. It's in the eyes, because it's not blue eyes, because blue eyes got blue eyes. Honestly, for a second, I thought it was Rocket. <laughs> he's changed. <laughs> he's become more he's beautiful. He's no longer a bonobo. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, Rocket's not a bonobo. I'm pretty sure he is. Maybe I just don't know what bonobos look like, and that's my fault. I think at the end of this quiz, 
I have to ask the question, Wes, what's your favorite type of uh, primate? Orangutan, hands down. Yeah. Mine's those ones. Uh, my, I love proboscis monkeys. Fair. I like orangutans because they're notorious for always escaping out of their zoo cages because they study and watch their handlers so much that they're just able to accomplish it. Or they're also able to just problem solve. I remember seeing a story of an orangutan that escaped just by unwiring the fence. (laughs) (laughs) Which does beg the question, why are we putting these things in little jails? Oh, so I can look at them. (laughs) Oh, and I love it. I love to look at them. I wouldn't put them in a little jail if they were hanging out on the street and came up to me and gave me high fives. When do you think that Planet of the Apes will become real enough, but we can live in harmony? Uh, I don't think we could ever live in harmony because we're not living in harmony now and they're dumb. (laughs) (laughs) We just haven't given them a chance. You're telling me once they can speak, we're going to start living in harmony with apes? No, 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 no. Speech is the first step uh, to having conflict. (laughs) Never speak to your enemies. It will only lead to more conflict. (laughs) And with that, this has been another episode of We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet. Game show where the current score is Ethan has points and Wes also has points. Uh, Wes has 44 points total. His predicted score was 47, so he is within the realm of possibility of winning but we don't know that yet because i still have 37.75 points and i might score below 2.25 don't spoil it this time wes you can tell me off mic though uh you can go ahead and follow us on social media uh our twitter is we ain't seen it i fucking forgot to post the past two movies so i'll just do a batch upload of three on twitter you can follow me at powerful goose or on letterboxd at egeese i'm still doing weekday watches of terrible movies of white nonsense uh and you can follow wesley at baby wesley and remember the silent treatment helps avoid (laughs) conflict and that's why wes hasn't said anything during this outro (laughs) he's so upset with me goodbye